Grab your popcorn and your friend's password to the streaming service, letting the worst be heard. From so bad it's good to so bad it's just bad. Tragedies on screen. Watching the worst movies you've ever seen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Tragedies on Screen podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is my beautiful honeybee wife, Jessica. So what we're going to do here is there are several movies that are absolutely terrible, outright garbage, and should never be seen by anyone. So obviously what we're going to do is we're going to try to watch all of them and hopefully bring you along for the ride with us. We will randomly select a different movie each week that is outright terrible, and we will watch it and then we'll talk about it. What we hope to do is create a community where people can submit their favorite terrible movies to our list to be chosen randomly. And our only criteria is that the movie has to be general consensus, a terrible movie. Like, nobody should be submitting to us The Godfather or um, Citizen Kane or movies of that caliber. Not to go against what the husband but said... But there could be movies that people say are awesome that you hate. Defend your reason for why you hate it, and we should probably watch it. For instance, Artificial Intelligence is the worst fucking movie ever made ever, and I will stand by that until I die. That movie makes me so mad, so mad. So if you have... A movie similar that's okay being a math person I have to comment on the random word choice sometimes they will be truly randomized in our first selection we'll be watching Morbius which is not random husband explain why we're watching Morbius as our first movie because it's Morbin time. <laughs> That's Enough why. said. Yes. <laughs> so you can watch on Netflix. Um, you can do Voodoo, Amazon Prime for $3.299, YouTube, Redbox, Google Play Movies and TV for, well, it says from $3.99, Apple TV for $5.99. So yeah, if you want to waste money on a horrible movie, Go ahead and pay for it, but you can watch it for free on Netflix if you have a subscription. So if you want to watch the movie now before listening to the rest of the podcast, I would suggest stopping this recording, check out that amazing movie, and come back to hear our thoughts. Morbius is a Marvel character, a comic book character, who in the comics is called Morbius the Living Vampire. His mm. name is Michael Morbius, MD, PhD. <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, and he's usually an enemy of Spider-Man in the Amazing Spider-Man series. And sometimes he's a hero. He's kind of an anti-hero. But nobody cares because nobody has ever heard of him and nobody ever reads the Morbius comic books. This movie, uh, they had Jared Leto play Morbius, 
And Jared Leto is best known in his other superhero movie, The Suicide Squad, where he basically played a terrible version of the Joker that everyone hated so much that his screen time was cut down to less than uh, 10 minutes in a movie where he was really hyped up. Um, to the point where Jared Leto said he would never actually portray the Joker again. So you take that guy and you throw him into a comic book character that nobody has ever heard of. Here's our live reaction for for seeing Jared Leto for the first time in the movie as Morbius. Jared Leto, oh my god. He's Morbius. (laughs) Wait, I know that name. What else is he in? He played a terrible version of the Joker, and he was the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. (coughs) Jared Leto as a soulless bloodsucker might actually be a good cast decision. You end up with this absolutely asinine movie, which has virtually no plot. Um, What plot is there is basically nonsensical um and it is just it's terrible (laughs) i agree to give him a little credit i didn't mind his acting too much i mean he wasn't great but i don't know i got i could believe that he was an ailing doctor in the beginning and this guy that's battling his inner demons or whatever. But, like, I don't think... Like, if you put a fantastic actor in the same exact role, I still think the movie would suck. Yes. Like, it's just... it's, It's like what you were talking about, having no plot. Literally, so much of it didn't make sense. Like... Like, there was no reason in Milo slash Lucian's story to be like, I'm going to kill everything and not care at all. Like, sure, he was bullied, but it wasn't even like he was focusing his attention on killing bullies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it went so quick from him being able to kill people to just killing anything and everything and not giving two flying fucks about it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, I don't understand. Like, that wasn't developed at all. And just to give you background on what Honeybee is talking about here. So the plot, the very thin plot of what this movie is, is uh, the movie starts uh, 25 years before present day where Dr. Michael Morbius or just Michael Morbius, the child, is in a hospital or a home for children with rare diseases, and he and his roommate, whose real name is Lucian, but for whatever reason goes by Milo, um, have a rare blood disease, and they grow up together in the facility. And then it turns out that Michael is an extremely gifted child. So then we flash forward 25 years and Michael Morbius has discovered fake blood, which he uses to cure all kinds of diseases except his own. (laughs) So 
Yeah, and then he becomes obsessed with trying to find a cure for his disease, and he merges his DNA with that of a vampire bat. And how that's supposed to make sense isn't really or fully explained. And this gives him superpowers, but at the expense of him kind of losing control of himself. Milo gets the finds this same serum that Michael Morbius gave to himself and he injects himself with the serum and instead of, you know, living like Dr. Morbius and trying to figure out how to cure this, he decides he's just going to kill everybody and let the evil take over him. And why he does that is also never fully explained. Um, and then it just leads to Morbius and Milo fighting each other. And yeah, that's basically it. That's what the movie is. And like their fight scenes aren't really great at all. Like, I think some of the effects were pretty cool. Like I did like that like misty, ghosty thing that like came off of them when they're running really fast like I thought that looked cool and the whole like sonar blast whatever like those things looked cool but the fact when they're actually fighting it's just so mediocre and I don't know I think the emphasis was on like look at them flying and bouncing off of buildings that the fighting was super subpar so Babe, do you have any quote-unquote favorite scenes? Oh, 100%. The whole, you don't want to, you won't like me when I'm hungry or whatever. That yes. stupid rip-off from yes, the when Hulk. He's trying to be like the Hulk, yes. Oh, my God. That was really dumb. Um, Yeah, that's probably my favorite because that was just, it was really dumb. <laughs> like, it wasn't even funny, like... I think they were probably trying to be more funny because how can you make that serious? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it wasn't even funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so the scene she's referring to, Morbius has been arrested because he's been framed for murders. The police apparently didn't care about the murders that Morbius actually committed when he killed eight random people on a cargo ship because those were quote-unquote bad guys. (laughs) And they were flying under the Panamanian flag, but somehow two detectives from New York were the only people assigned to the case, instead of somehow making this an international incident like it should have been when eight Panamanians were apparently killed by an American. But that's okay. But that's okay. Um, So Morbius is at the police station and he's handcuffed and he hasn't drank blood in a while because he needs to keep drinking blood to maintain his powers. And so he keeps telling the police officer, I'm hungry, and then he goes, you won't like me when I'm hungry, like the Incredible Hulk, which was just so stupid and so cheesy. What was your favorite? So the scene uh, in front of the subway where Morbius is running in front of the subway for what seems like no reason, and then Milo kind of comes in, and they kind of do a dance, and then it looks like Morbius is being blown around by a breeze somewhere, and the scene makes absolutely no sense, and 
I think they were trying to show off special effects or the fact that uh, Morbius has super speed, but no, this the, it makes no sense to the movie, and I, I don't understand why it was put in at all. Agreed. Agreed. Here's our live reaction to seeing that absolutely ridiculous subway scene that we were just talking about. What the hell? He's even still running. In slow motion. Like, what even is that? Then he's flying in front of a train. What came to my mind was, you know, when like a cat's looking at you and they're like behind a wall or something and they're like creeping up to you. Yes. And like how if you like lean back and they can't see you and you lean forward and the cat's like so much closer to you. Well, that scene, it's like you saw the cat, you leaned back, you came back and he was in the same exact spot. Like (laughs) did not move. I don't think, like I really think it was like here, let's replay the same clip. Like, it literally looked like he didn't move. And I get that the whole thing was supposed to be how fast he is with his powers. And I think it was supposed to be he's running as fast or faster than the train. Right, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, but it just looked like he was at a st- absolute standstill. Also, that scene didn't really provide any point or purpose to this movie whatsoever, in he my just, opinion. Yeah, because Morbius just flew in front of the train. Again, I think making it be like, whoa, look how fast I am. But then it was done. And then he ran to a rooftop, and suddenly he couldn't jump off the rooftop and was caught by the police or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked, I don't know, at first I thought maybe it was, like, (gasps) the wind was too strong or something. But then why, if you're running away from the cops, you know, hurting police officers and things like that, putting other people in danger. Why would it be, oh, shoot, I almost got blown off this building, like maybe if it was wind. Why would you then stop when the one cop's like, enough, or whatever he said? Right. Like, why wouldn't he just, like, climb down the building or continue to escape? Like, why? Or or just attack the police officer, because there was only one of them, and he was Morbius. Exactly, exactly. Morbin time. Morbin time. At the end, when Morbius is killing Milo slash Lucian, the whole, you gave me my name, don't you remember, whatever. It's like, no, he was either just lazy enough to be like, I'm not gonna call you by your name. Like, it's kind of like shade of disrespect um, to give you another name. And it's like... (laughs) It was weird. Like, he was calling him Milo because it made it seem like in the beginning when they were kids that his original, like, bedmate, I guess, you know, they were just kind of roommate, but not really roommate because it was like a bunch of beds in one big hall. Um, But it sounds like his original 
person that he got there was named Milo and he must have died. It kind of alludes to him dying and other Milo, because he was saying there was that Milo before, the Milo before, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So it makes it sound like there was like a lot of kids that he knew that passed away. And so he was just continuing to call people Milo, even though that wasn't their name. So, yes. so it's like, um, Lucian, bro, like, I don't know if you'd want to... <laughs> carry that much weight on this given name that had no other meaning besides hey this was the original kid that was here and I named all the other kids afterwards the same and they all died <laughs> yeah so another thing speaking of Milo that didn't make any sense is he kept bringing up that um that Morbius was ashamed of who he was because he had to drink human blood to continue to survive. And Milo was not ashamed and nobody should be ashamed of who they are. Except for the fact that that's not who Milo is. It, whatever he is, is comes from that serum that Morbius gave him or he stole from Morbius. So that's not who he is. And he had been that for all of maybe a day and a half while he's saying, this is who I am. I'm not going to be ashamed of who I am. And I, uh, the, it just didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And like his steadfast adherence to absolutely having to drink human blood instead of the fake blood Morbius was drinking. I, I don't even understand. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that connects back to where it's like him kind of being like super bad guy, you know? It didn't make sense. It didn't come from anywhere. Like if we think of Bane, mm -hmm. like him being a bad guy made so much sense, you know? So it's like, even though, you know, it killed me watching Bane like kill all those cops. Remember when mm -hmm. I can't remember why they're all there. They were there for something. You're right. I, I, they were I, like guarding something. Or like, I remember there was like a bunch. Of, oh, oh no! I think someone died, and they were there to honor. Oh yes, yes. Something like that. I hadn't seen the movie in so long. Like so, that killed me. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sad, you know. But it made sense that why Bane is this like killing machine. Yes. Because he was like locked away for so long and like all that stuff so like that made sense this did not like it just there was no evil backstory thing um that made any sense to it so and then the other thing that didn't make sense either why wouldn't the doctor accept a nobel prize yeah like remember it was like doctor turns down nobel prize why yeah, it just said he didn't want to accept it for a mistake because he was trying to cure his disease, and he didn't. And, I don't know, was trying to make it seem like he was some noble man who doesn't play by the rules, who's dark and mysterious. But it just came across as stupid. Yeah. Like the graphics. Special the effects. Special effects, thank you. I couldn't remember what that was called. Like some of it looked pretty cool, but then there was just other things that just made it like more laughable, like his teeth. Like the the yeah. teeth made no sense. They were terrible. They didn't look like a bat's teeth at all. Exactly. And like you said earlier, it's more like a werewolf-esque mm -hmm. kind of thing. And especially with the nails too, like definitely more werewolf 
Um, and it did make sense, like, all of the superhuman things he could do. It, like, being able to fly, having that, like, sonar, hearing, whatever. Um, like, that makes sense, because that's what bats have and yeah. stuff like that. Being able to survive off of blood, okay. You know, like, that all makes sense. But having this, like insane strength i don't know meh um so yeah it was it was a little little weird for me uh for sure so this movie technically i guess is tied into the spider-man series so as many of you know the spider-man film series is kind of an illegal gray area owned by fox and then they have a work they work with disney to lend spider-man to the Marvel Universe uh, for certain movies, so... Wild. Yes. And, like, this is how ridiculous the movie is, too. Like, it literally has two scenes after the movie. Like, <laughs> roll some credits, scene. Roll some more credits, another scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so... One thing that happened <laughs> is that Morbius was predicted to get $50 million in its opening weekend in the box office, and it got $7 million in its opening weekend in the box office. So what happened is Sony Pictures suddenly realized that Morbius was being mentioned a lot on the internet after it left theaters. So they put it back into theaters, not realizing that the only reason that it was being mentioned was for memes such as it's Morbin time, <laughs> which is obviously never actually said in the movie, and people giving it five star reviews as a joke, saying that when Morbius says it's Morbin time, they broke down and cried in a mo- when lost all of their emotions, and you know, nonsense like that. So, Sony didn't realize that. They put it back out in theaters, and it made $8,000 grand total. That's really sad. (laughs) It it, it is. And it's sad because that's $8,000 more than any this movie. (laughs) Or $7,008,000 more. And it does say on Wikipedia, I don't know how, like, you know, but it does say the budget was seventy-five to eighty-three million dollars. So they had an insane loss. So if this is like accurate, at least at the like lowest end, that they lost seventy-eight million on this movie, um, which is absolutely insane that they spent that much money. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I don't even think this is so bad it's good territory. I think this is just so bad it's bad. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yes, it's definitely not a good movie, but it's not as bad as Artificial Intelligence. <laughs> I hate that movie. But, like, it's one of those things where, I, like, I wouldn't elect to watch it again, but I think there would be other movies that would either be, like, so offensive that it's like, F that, I'm never going to see that again, or that I hate 
way more than that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this had some, some little entertainment components to it. Um, so I don't think it's the worst movie. Is it worth the two hours or whatever we spent watching it? No, I wouldn't say, you know, you can spend two hours watching a much better movie or show, um, on Netflix, like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of my take. Yeah, I, I kind of 100% agree with your take that there, this is not in the, hey, it's so bad, we can joke about it. I mean, there are memes about it, and that just kind of stems from it's Morbin time, and then that just kind of took off. Almost like the Three Wolves t-shirt, for anybody familiar with that, the, you, somebody just chose a random product on Amazon and said it gives you mystical powers <laughs> and gave it the highest star reviews. And that's kind of what happened with this movie. It turned into a meme, not because it's so bad you can make memes from it. It just kind of seemed to be chosen at random. Um, yeah, if you if you want to watch a So Bad It's Good movie, I wouldn't recommend this. This is, it's just a bad movie. It's boring. There's nothing redeeming about it. And I guess it's going to be connected to the Spider-Man film series because yep. they added the Vulture. So if you really, really care about the canon and the lore of Spider-Man, then maybe read a brief synopsis about this movie <laughs> right <laughs> or watch the end the after scene credits cuz that's the only part where the vulture actually appears in this film despite the trailer showing him appearing more prominently um so yeah those are those are kind of my my final takeaway about morbius <laughs> <laughs> but they did have that really really good actor um shoot i recognized him jared harris um what was he in? I recognized him. Chernobyl! That's what he was in. And Sherlock Holmes. But yeah, the, you know, the, the doctor guy, the original doctor guy. So he was in Chernobyl. Like he was, he's a legit actor. Like I really like him. And so funny, Michael Keaton's like the fourth one in the cast list, even though... Um, I wonder if it's because of like what you said, he was in the trailer, but yet he's not like in the movie at all. Here's my wife fangirling over Beetlejuice live reaction. Oh my God, Michael Keaton. I definitely think it would have been better if Michael Keaton was playing Batman <laughs> instead of instead of whatever the fuck he actually is. Yes, his character, the Vulture, from the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Yep. So, I mean, I definitely think future movies will be worse than this one. Um, Absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, I've already randomized the movie we're going to watch next week, and it's going to be worse. I'm not going to announce it yet, but... Ooh! <coughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. I think the, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> all right. So for next week, people, if you want to watch along with us, the movie that has been randomly selected is Catwoman, the movie starring Halle Berry. All right. Where to watch? Yeah. HBO Max, Amazon Prime with subscription. You don't have to pay. 
YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, Redbox, all starting at $2.99, Voodoo $3.99. Um, watch along with us. Send in your thoughts. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. To our Tragedies on Screen Instagram page. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode of the Tragedies on Screen podcast. If you would like to continue listening, we have completely out of context commentary since we cannot legally let you listen or watch with us. So this is the running commentary section of our podcast where we watch the movie and just make some comments while we watch it. I hope you either agree with our commentary or, you know, at least you find it entertaining. More entertaining than these movies will be, for sure. <laughs> this is not a ripoff of Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> kind of is. Was a Marvel movie? Yeah, he's a comic book character. Oh! So, a swarm of bats just attacked Morbius and a helicopter... For seemingly no reason, and now we're in Greece 25 years in the past. So, a child flatlined in a children's hospital, and there were no doctors. Oh, he killed the mouse. The mouse! It's alive again! Morbius has escaped! Is this Morbin time? It might be Morbin time! What the fuck? What in the hell? So he's a vampire who is hesitant to attack the woman that he loves in his vampire form. He's got bullet time, baby. Yeah, Morbius. You killed like six people and you only care about one of them. You don't even get her off the ground. <laughs> nope. Just, oh, thank God. I only killed all those other people, but not this one. Yeah, he drank some dude's blood. It turned him into a vampire. And now he's taking the blood with him, even though he knows it does terrible things. <coughs> he's not making good choices. <laughs> Much like my dog, Nelson. <laughs> Our producer, N Nelson McDogface. <laughs> Natasha T. Cattington, our director. You killed me! Honestly. <laughs> Blood. blood. So now Morbius has written in blood that he needs blood to his friend Milo. So apparently two kids who met each other for one day are best friends. Yes, he is now one with the bats, like some sort of man bat. <laughs> I feel like this movie was made for goth kids who actually think Jared Leto is cool. So like that one guy. Okay, the dude is running at super speed with uh, and can apparently Shadow climb. Yeah, and get, oh, oh my god. <laughs> what the hell? I'm not sure why all these counterfeiters had the this high-tech ridiculous equipment. I know. Yeah, I don't know about making fake money and needing a centrifuge. Didn't even show like the potential action part? Mm-hmm. Just Milo sitting like Batman on a stoop and jumping off and more being them. 
Oh my god. Jesus. The symbol of Morbius. Bat tornado. Oh, and he's <laughs> flying with them. She woke up. She's Morbin too. Ow! Didn't know bats had like super strength. Yeah. And that doesn't really make sense. He like killed the old doctor friend mm -hmm. to get him his attention and now you went to his like girlfriend to get mm -hmm. his attention what like does this make sense